Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Team U.S. wants to applaud so badly. We really do. That's what we feels, do. We congratulate ourselves. It feels rude not to let them. That's good. You know what? Honestly, we will take any opportunity to start feeling good about ourselves, won't we? Yeah, no shit. (laughs) We are recording this the day after the worst press conference in the history of the world. Yeah. During which uh, Donald Trump brought on folders, but said you can't look at the folders. And a lot of the pieces of paper were blank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ended it on a you're fired. I, did you did you catch that? He ended it on a you're fired. I'm not. I'm not. I, t- I turned any... it off after a certain point because I started getting literally physically ill. Okay, cool, good. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Yeah, I was in St. Louis over the holidays, dancing so elegantly around all talks of politics that I uh, am now <laughs> essentially Paula Abdul. Uh, you're listening to International Waters. country that always sticks out its pinky finger when it's drinking cheeky Vimto from the Do the Right Thing podcast. It's Danielle Ward. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. I've been very busy today writing jokes for a topical news show about your president-elect, not mine. Mm, Great. Well, you got sleep, though, so Mm. everybody loses today. Uh, What the (laughs) fuck is even a regular Vimto? Oh, it's lovely. I'm I'm only familiar with the cheeky Vimto from the uh, theme tune to Charlotte Church's show, but what, uh, what is it and what's a regular Vimto? A uh, regular Vimto is if you, um, you know, cough mixture, if you mm-hmm. drank yes. that, that is Vimto. If it was fizzy. If it was, no, fizzy, Vimto doesn't have to be fizzy. It's like Ribena. You can, it's a cordial. Uh, is it? Yeah. Um, and cheeky Vimto is uh, one that you drink off a prostitute. Cool. All right, great. Ah. Oh, yeah, NyQuil off a hooker. We have that. Yeah. <laughs> we have that. <laughs> we elected that. Uh, also playing for Team UK, for also from Do the Right Thing, it's Michael Legg. Hello, Michael. Oh, hello, mate. How are you? Oh, I've never been better. You've really never been better? I have never been better. That is my affirmation. Wow. Oh, I'm impressed. I'm just repeating it to myself over and over. It's very positive. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? As we said, uh, so far you guys sound really positive. We're trying, man. Yeah. We're trying. It's almost as if you haven't read a newspaper. <laughs> we are deliberately shielding ourselves from the news. <laughs> I, I allow myself 30 minutes a day, and then I have to get some exercise. Yeah. Mm. Or I will fucking die. Uh, okay, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Michael? Brexit? Oh, yeah. Did you have that last week and the week before? We've had a lot of Brexit, but that's okay. Well, actually, can so we do you. it in this tone of voice? <laughs> I voted Brexit, not for those reasons. <laughs> I'm a left-wing yes. Brexit. I love it. It's long, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's Brexit, great. long... And it's going to get longer and longer. It's going to take so much time. Oh, I know that's right. God almighty. All right. Well, so that's great. Thank you, guys. Playing for the nation that just bumped Michael Phelps from the top slot of most famous water sports enthusiasts in history. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, because, totally. Because maybe, he made a because maybe yeah. of yes. urine. Because maybe urine. I don't fucking know. From Comedy Central and MTV, it's Sharon Houston. It's me. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Uh, you know, just uh, trying not to cry all the time. Yep. You know, that, yep. that whole thing. Doing exactly. a lot of stand-up, traveling a lot. Great. Fun time. Great. Yeah. Good. Really getting out and talking to the people and realizing how, how fucked we really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you not find, as a stand-up now, most people are cretins when you're talking to them? Um, yes, I actually did a show uh, 
uh, where uh, I didn't say anything to elicit the response, but he kept saying, it's Trump's America now. It's Trump's America now. And he was dressed like the macho man Randy Savage. So it was like a double whammy of what? Uh, but they they are a little, I don't know, the audiences I played were actually really wonderful and much uh, much less confronting than I thought they were going to be. Good. But there was that one guy, and that's who you focus on. That's who you focus on, <laughs> of course. It's the only person you remember. Yeah. Take care of yourself out there, Sharon Houston. Oh, yes. Also playing for the U.S. from Rick and Morty and, mid- and at midnight what? and St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. Just like me. Come on. Brandon Johnson. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm great. You are dressed great. so elegantly. I don't have a choice because I'm poor. Okay. When you're poor, you have to dress up. And when okay. you're rich, you can wear a t-shirt and, and ripped up jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That is very true. Yeah. But you look like a dandy. Well, you look I... like a right dandy. <laughs> <laughs> I also knew that we'd be battling UK today, so I said, hey, how about a bow tie? How about a bow tie? How about tie? a vest? How about or as a they say, vest? a waistcoat. How about a, a waistcoat? Coat. Yeah, I dressed for our guests. How about a nice check? How about a nice, uh, a nice cardigan over the yeah. whole thing? How about it? How about a bow tie? How about it? Jesus <laughs> you're, a, you're a motherfucking <laughs> bow brummo. Uh, Team US, what's your buzz in word? <laughs> I like traumatized. I like that. I was going to say conceal carry, but that's two words. So let's go with traumatized. Yeah. 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 We are all traumatized, aren't we? Pretty traumatized. Like, this is, he's not even the president yet. Like, even when this drops, he won't necessarily be the president yet. Like, it's already bad, and he's not even there yet. Yeah. We're going to have to listen to him every single day. I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. You just have to go into denial and start doing drugs. That is exactly my strategy, Shannon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my wine budget is, uh, has tripled. I'm going to go where those people are not, which is charity work mm-hmm. and uh, outreach mm-hmm. and try and help the people around me because I know Republicans aren't going to be in those spaces. Right, right. They're going to be at banks me too. and trying to figure out how to shut down uh, clinics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any kind of clinic. That's pet clinic, <laughs> garden center. Uh. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, let's start the show. Yeah. Can we down. just start the show? Um, hey. Sorry, before before we start the show, before we start the show, can we just say here in the UK that you said from Rick and Morty and we have been screaming ever since. What the... What? We've written a piece of paper that says, I love Rick and Morty and passed it oh, Honestly, sorry. Rick and Morty are America's Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Good show. I'm psyched to be a part of it. I play Golden Fold. So, uh, Fuck I'm off. a math teacher. Yeah. I mean, well oh, done. Man. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you guys, we've got to start the show. Everybody settle down. Uh, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm up. We like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two answers. You'll be awarded two answers. Yes. Listen to me. Oh, my God. Skin is Jesus easy. Christ. <laughs> You'll be awarded two points for correct answers and one point for answers that are wrong but funny. Buzz in with your buzz in words or phrases when you know the answer. Uh, question number one here in LA. We're complaining about light showers and having to remember a a jacket. Meanwhile, the U.K. is about to face extreme weather conditions as a frozen storm is heading for its shores. What, frankly, cool-sounding weather condition is about to hit the U.K.? Right now, it appears that the U.K. themselves does not know what cool-sounding weather Brexit! Is it? Yes, Team U.K. Is it Storm Ryan Gosling? No. Oh. Uh, Traumatized. Yes. Go ahead, Brandon. La Nina. No. Nope, nope, it's thunder snow. What the oh, fuck you is made thunder that snow? Up. Fake news! Fake news! Fake news! Fake news! <laughs> thunder snow isn't a thing. No, it's a Bond movie. <laughs> now, actually, what thunder snow is, it refers to a blast of air coming uh, from a Canadian Arctic, bringing with it 55 mile an hour winds, temperatures of negative 10 degrees Celsius, which is about 16 Fahrenheit for our American listeners. Uh, also for our American listeners, Thunder Snow is the name of the light blue flavor of Gatorade. 
Oh, Whereas, delicious. Sure. That's one of my favorite flavors. I thought it was a black stripper with frosted tips. Ooh, mm. hey. Oh, I like that. I like that. An albino drag queen. She works at Ace of Diamonds. Right. You know, there's no such there's no such British weather coming this way. That is, it's bullshit. It's fake news. And well, we're sick. Tabloids, we're then. sick of you thunder snowflakes <laughs> getting upset. You know, the most exciting we get weather we get in Britain is rain, rain. That's mm. it. Rain, rain is yeah. the best weather we get. Double rain. All right, for a bonus point. Have you been kissed in a rainstorm, like in the movies? Did you get a, an elegant sunburn of some kind? Tell us something interesting or exciting that happened to you in the extremes of weather. Uh, I had sex on a on a beach in a thunderstorm. Did you really? In South Carolina. Oh, my Ooh. God. I did it on a beach in North Carolina. But was it storming? It was not storming. Oh, okay. No. It was, uh, uh, but yeah. we immediately found out why people don't do that. Yeah, same here. I'll never do it again. Yeah, I did it once, and I was uh, very young. Yeah. And uh, even that young, I knew... it. It was okay to have sex, but not in the sand. Not in the sand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in the sand. Not it will get sand. right up there. Even yeah. when it's raining. Even when it's raining. In yeah. fact, maybe even especially when it's raining. Yeah. It gets a little slicker. Oh, yeah. It gets Do a you... little... Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out for mm-hmm. weeks, for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I love that the only thing that stops you all is not the people around, but the material in which you're fucking on. Well, that's, that's true. Well, you know, listen. In, in my case, when it was hot. a night. It was an empty beach. It was an Mine was empty, too. I mean, we saw some people walking by. It was nighttime. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we saw some people walking by, but the storm was coming, so we were like, we're good. Right. And we weren't good. You weren't good. Yeah. You weren't good. You had sand in your uterus for a very long time. <laughs> very long time. It uh, makes a pearl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Team UK, got anything? Um, I had a wank during Katrina. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. I nearly died in a ravine, but it's not about That's sex. Not so I, mean, I nearly died in a ravine whilst having a wank. I mean, there it is. There it is. Do you, you have wanks in America? Oh, we sure do. Oh, yeah, good for we you. Have panic wanks in America these days. <laughs> right. Panic, a panic wank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what you mean? Like your your partner's gonna come home at any moment? That sort of panic yeah. wank. Yeah. No, no, more like the world is ending. So more like that's, the world is yeah. ending. Yeah. <laughs> that's so what get, I mean. Get it Your done. partner's coming up. Get yourself a, a couple moments of relief. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes me forget, really. It really is. It that's really is. great. It starts with a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ends with one, too, but that's okay. Uh, Brandon, got anything? Uh, no. No? Are you serious? <laughs> Brandon <laughs> stays out of extreme weather. Smart man. Smart man. Let's move on to question number two. British people are classy as shit news. Uh, When this goes out, we will just be uh, hours away, really, from Donald Trump's inauguration. Uh, After rejections from most of the musicians in America, the Trump administration booked British X Factor finalist Rebecca Ferguson to sing at the inauguration concert on January 20th. But they withdrew their offer when it was revealed that she intended to perform a cover of what protest song? Uh, uh, Traumatized. Yeah. Uh, The protest song that Billy, uh, come on, you know it. Neely, Billy. Mm. Also her. Also her. But what's the song? Strange, uh, oh. Strange Fruit. That's by correct. Nina yeah. That's you correct. Was. You weren't even answering. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just well, Brandon and I were we were looking at each other. We were a thousand dollar pyramiding it. Yeah, what we, we were. were doing. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know my black protest songs, guys. You wrote a lot of them. Yeah, I wrote a lot of the black protest songs. Mm. Oh, good for you. Oh, really? Can you just give me two titles? <laughs> You know, as an African American, I should probably know the words to them. So <laughs> if you just give me two of the songs you wrote, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> Go on. I'm dying to hear this bit. Yeah, yeah Daniel. Go on, Daniel. Can I just tell you, I've got a beer and some popcorn, and man, are they being handy right now. Go on, Daniel. Tell us the names of two black protest songs that you have written. 
Do you know da- what? Da- Out of respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brothers and sisters, no, I'm, I'm sorry. not going to continue with this joke. I'm the captain here. We're not moving on until we hear two. <laughs> Out of respect for our white culture, we are not going <laughs> that... to be forced into this petty game that you are clearly playing. I'm pretty sure I heard the first one, which was Silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Silence, the protest song, all black people sing on the job or whenever they have to deal with a white right. person who's being racist. So, yeah, there's your first song. What, what would your second song be? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about everything. Sorry, guys. Yes, indeed. Rebecca Ferguson says she uh, was approached by Trump's team to sing at the inauguration. But the offer was withdrawn when she offered to sing Strange Fruit, Billie Holiday's 1930 protest ballad about lynchings, uh, containing such lyrics as black bodies swinging in the southern breeze, strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. Here's a quote from her. I wasn't comfortable with the song choice made on my behalf, which, I mean, what could it possibly have been? Um, Mind Camp. Mind Camp. The, the musical. The song. Um, <laughs> and although I'm very blessed to have a gift that it gives me amazing opportunities, as a mother and an artist, I had to defend my stance. I felt it was the only song that would not compromise my artistic integrity. And also, as somebody who has a lot of love for all people, but has a special empathy as well for African-American people and the Black Lives Matter movement, I wanted to create a moment of pause for people to reflect. Which Donald Trump does not ever want. Nope. Uh, no. Anyway, that was all classy talk for uh, stick your inauguration up your arse. Uh, <laughs> bonus point. Hashtag insauguration. Give us your best pop songs for the coronation of the Pumpkin King. Like Here Comes the Son-in-Law. Or Don't Think Twice It's Alt-Right. Or Killing Me Softly With His Policies. Orange Crush. That's oh, another okay. R.E.M. one. It's not the obvious yeah. one. I went for the second obvious one. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Uh, traumatized? Yep. Lemonade by Beyonce. Okay. Okay. But you can you can make up ones. You don't have to do actual yeah, real I made ones. one up. I made oh, one no. up. Sharon Houston, you okay. understand that. Uh, okay. Joy Division. Uh, hate will tear us apart again. Oh. oh. Uh, putting on the shits. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Scone once. Scone twice. Let it pee. Let it pee by the Peatles. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, I like it. Yeah. I like let nice. it pee. Your piss. Your piss. Your piss is on my list. <laughs> All in oats. No, do you believe it? Do you believe the thing about the, the I do. golden showers? I do. do. I do. I just, I read thir- the 35 pages of the report, and you? The, you, if you look at A, let's just talk about government, the font all matched. Mm-hmm. It used very, Words. very, very official font. Mm-hmm. But the way that the language was written, to me, I just went, there's no way that this complete, this whole thing was made up. And then I researched Compromat? Compromat? Compromat. Compromat. And this is something that the Russians do to their own. It's pronounced <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird-looking man that everyone wants to have sex with. That's yeah, strange. Right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's why I don't... I think it's real, but that's, you know... Yeah. Brandon? Uh, I don't think it's real. You don't? You don't. I don't think it's real. No. I don't think that uh, they let stuff like that get out. But they do that to their own their own politicians in Russia. This is the common practice there. I think that when dirt happens, um, we don't find out. Mm. Real dirt. Well, uh, Team UK, your thoughts? Yeah, you know why I don't think it's real? Because Donald Trump is notoriously teetotal, and yet yeah. uh, the piss from a Russian sex worker is like quadruple distilled vodka. Mm. That's true. So That's there's no way to go right. for it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, but he didn't necessarily drink it or have it on him. It was just he just wanted to watch them do, do it. it on the bed. Do it on the That's bed. That's why I think. It's all do very you, strange. Do you, know why I, do you know why I think it's true? Because it's mental. Yeah. It's mental. It's mental. It's something a sociopath would do. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, of course it's true. And he definitely did it. Also, 
I think he built the Death Star. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, I take it you guys have heard about our ex Prime Minister putting his dick in a dead pig's yes. head, right? We have heard about that, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and that isn't true. And I think it's the same sort of thing. I think it's to distract you from some terrible. Po- it oh, wait, isn't, Michael. He didn't put his. He- he didn't put his knob in a. Are pig's you head. saying? Are you saying a dead pig came onto him? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't put his dick. I was innocently having some dips, <laughs> and this pig put its face on my cock. <laughs> so it was consensual. Yeah. Uh, if only it was that romantic. All right, I'm moving on. This is grossing me out. Question number three. <laughs> Question number three. In Money Don't Matter Tonight news, according to a file released by Carver County in Minnesota, while determining the total value of the late cultural icon Prince's estate, the trust assigned to the task discovered that Prince had been in possession of close to a million dollars in what unusual form? Million dollars, just about in what? Brexit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Purple sprouting broccoli. Mm. He'd go Mm-mm. for that. He liked that. Incorrect. He's vegan. Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> Purple vegan. Traumatized. Yeah. Brandon? Yeah. Diamonds. No. Gold. Yeah. Gold. Oh, Bars of gold. Bars of gold. Genius. Yeah. The Purple is- People Pleaser owned 67 10-ounce bars of solid gold. Uh, currently valued at a total of $836,166.70. Even, like, almost a year after losing him, Prince uh, still manages to be peak Prince. Yeah. He outdoes himself even <laughs> in sure. death. I, honestly, honestly, I would, I, would, I would let Prince smash if he looked at me and was like, let's do it on the gold bars. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Anywhere. Anywhere. It's Anywhere. always been my dream. Yeah. Always been my I, dream. I don't okay. think gold is an unusual form of monetary keeping. Not in the UK. <laughs> We all have really? gold under our beds. Yep. I thought it was going to be got something gold like gold doubloons. Yeah. Yeah. I'm standing on some now. People are weird. <laughs> People are weird, and you freak me out. I'm going to keep thinking about fucking Prince as we recap our scores from the first round. Uh, the U.S. has five. The U.K. has four. Oh shit, Ooh, guys! It's dog like fight. It's like when Wimbledon. Did they get points. I don't remember them answering anything oh. correctly. But all right. Yeah. Well, I gave them bonus points for being cool. Oh, that's uh, cool. We'll be back with round two after this. Round two. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Sharon Houston and Brandon Johnson. Playing for the UK, Danielle Ward and Michael Legg. Now it is time for a return of an old favorite round. Thanks for the memoiries. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, today we're celebrating that beautiful love child of culture and pop culture known as the celebrity autobiography. Question number one is for you, Team UK. Uh, a few weeks prior to her very sad death, Team U.S. just visibly deflated. Like, they're <laughs> either back. on they're or like, they're asleep, back. these two. We're not known for our work ethic. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So a few weeks prior to her death, Carrie Fisher appeared on the Graham Norton Show to discuss her new book of published journal entries, The Princess Diarist, in which she revealed that she had had an affair with a famous actor. Let's listen. And you say you literally never spoke about it again. And yet well, you've been seeing him yes, off no, and on I for that whole time. Him- more on than I mean, I became friends with his second wife then, and uh, so we saw each other a lot. 
And uh, no, I can literally remember three times that we, I, of course, made some oblique uh, reference to it, and he went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever thing is, now he's going to have to talk about it for the rest of his life. That's what you... Okay, Team UK. Mm -hmm. Who was that mumble-mouthed maestro of love? I'm going to go for Jabba the Hutt. They seem to get (laughs) on really well in that They had real chemistry. You can't fake that, Michael. I mean, do you know what? I know when someone's into me when they wear a metal bikini. Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) And are chained chained to my side. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your final answer? I think it's Yoda, but not the real Yoda from the films, but the no. little Yoda backpacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck the Yoda backpack. Or Jabba the Hutt. Neither of those is correct. It's Harrison Ford. Oh, Dude, oh God, how did we, we not steal? No, you don't get to steal. You don't get to steal. Uh, during the filming of the original Star Wars, Fisher and Ford had a brief onset affair, which means the eventual relationship between Han Solo and Princess Leia was actually art imitating life. What? Exciting. No. By the way, that is there a more Carrie Fisher way to go out than by stopping right before she did it to make sure we all knew that she got hers from Harrison Ford? Yep. That's a beautiful thing. No, 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 no. There is a way more Carrie Fisher way of going out. <laughs> yeah. She was raised by Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah. She clearly loved her mom, but that relationship was weird. Oh, what a weird child I've, I've had. Oh. What revenge you... can I make? I know. I'll kill her. <laughs> I yeah. mean... Killed her own mother. Killed yeah. her own legendary mother. Did you <laughs> yeah. see the HBO documentary? Uh, I think it's called Bright Lights about the two of them. It just debuted. No. Uh, oh, it is, I mean, it is absolutely tragic. Neither of them had a single normal moment in their lives. No, like, of course they did. They're so doomed to be constantly on and constantly. I mean, like, we talk about Carrie Fisher as though she's this, like, authentic being. She was, but she had her shtick, too. You right. know what I mean? Just yeah. as much as Debbie Reynolds was, like, jazz yeah. hands. She had to have her little cigarette and a little And quip. be abroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, really, it's really weird. It's a very strange thing. It's a, it's a good movie, though. I think it's very the, sad. It's very tragic, but very good. I think the... There's no joke there, I'm just saying. I think the tra- oh, believe me, there's another no joke coming. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Let's have it. I, I think the, the real tragic part of uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher's uh, physical relationship is, like the Star Wars holiday special, we'll never mm-hmm. officially get to see it, even though we all want to. Yeah. Yeah, we can imagine it, though. We can use our imagination. No, no. I'm hoping Family Guy do it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, Team US. <laughs> hang on, Question hang number on, two. hang on, hang on. I like how you all laugh like Peter Gr- <laughs> <laughs> It was a pity laugh. It really yeah. was. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. Question number two, Team US. It's for you. Let's look to Europe now because it is time for a quick-fire round of everyone's favorite inspirational celebrity memoir-based quiz, Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf, oh, no. or Little Mix's Our World. Uh, tell me if uh, any of the following quotes are from Mein Kampf, or My Struggle, Adolf Hitler's problematic memoir from 1925 outlining his plan for German global domination. Or is it a quote from 2016's Our World by Perry, Jesse, Leanne, and Jade, a.k.a. Little Mix, who, as we all know, were formed during season eight of UK's The X Factor. They're like, yeah. My Struggle or Our Story? Just guess the best of three to get the point. Question number one, be yourself and never try to change who you are. Uh, Traumatized. Yeah. That's um, Little Miss Thing. That's a Little Mix. Yeah, Little nice. Mix. That's Jesse. Nice. Little Mix. So uh, Number two, anyone can achieve their dreams if they have the courage to pursue them. 
I would say that's Mein Kampf. Yeah, that's what I would say, Mein Kampf. Little Mix. That's a quote oh. from Jake. <laughs> Come on. Uh, number three, when I broke up with Zane, the girls were amazing. We'd have sleepovers and then get my favorite desserts and do everything they could to cheer me up. Traumatized. Now, yeah. Traumatized. Now, we do know Goebbels hung out with Zane mm-hmm. back in the day. Absolutely. They, Who wouldn't? He's magnetic. That they were like the Millie Vanilli of, uh, of uh, hate. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. going to say that this is Little Mix. I think it's Little Mix. That is a quote from Perry from Little Mix. So two okay. out of three. Very good. Uh, all of those quotes were from Little Mix's Our World, one of the best reads of 2016. You know what? We're not going to Google quotes from Mein Kampf. We're just not. We're just we're not. not going to do that. We don't want to end up on whatever list you, you end up on. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Which good I guess reads. would be a list of like inauguration performers. Now. But can we, yeah. we, should, we should Google the sequel, Mine Struggle is Real. Ooh, Brandon Johnson <laughs> with the fucking wordplay. Uh, by the way, here's a fun fact that's not fun at all. Uh, sales of Mein Kampf recently took a huge spike, uh, which turned out to be because a German academic press released an updated edition yeah. uh, to answer whatever questions you may have. Yep. Uh, but still, didn't we all just read the headline, everyone reading Hitler Handbook to Genocide Now, and just think, yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. course. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. That seems right. Uh, question number three is for you, Team UK. 2016 also saw the release of the memoir of working class hero and fool's gold patriot Bruce Springsteen. The boss's legions of worshipful fans have already cataloged almost every detail of his life. Yet still, the story told from his point of view allows fans a unique insight into his marital strife, his struggles with depression, his constant frustrations at politicians never listening to the actual lyrics of Born in the USA. (laughs) Uh, In the book, Springsteen also talks about his experiences with alcohol. Uh, According to the book, how old was Bruce when he had his first drink? A, 13. B, 17. C, 22. Or D, he's never had one. Uh, Well... Um, you know, he's had, he's had some drinks. I don't think he had. Can I just say, by the way, how come all of us as professional comedians, when we were talking about Trump and everything, how come we haven't said the We Street Band? Oh, wow. Well, better late than never, Michael. The We Street Band. Better late than never. Better late than never. I don't know who he is, Bruce Springsteen. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He's very much like uh, an American David Bowie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's dead. Mm. <laughs> what, to He's what? not dead. No. no. He's not dead, nor no. androgynous. No. no. What's our answer? I'm going to go for 22. The answer is 22. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I told Brandon that, and he said no. I yep. was going like this. It's truth. Wow. He originally avoided drinking because of family wow. addiction history, but he was talked into having his first shot in 1972 after cutting his first album. Uh, slowly something came over me. I was high for the first time, he writes. <clears throat> Another round, and shortly I was having what felt like the finest evening of my young life. What had I been sweating and worrying about? All was good. Wonderful, even. Uh, this is actually the first celebrity <laughs> memoir where one of the lessons is alcohol is great. And it made my life better. Like there is no, I've read it, and there is no, like there's no, he doesn't take a fall and then rise again. It's just like, oh, drinking's fun. Well, it is. Um, yeah, it's great. Team US is for you. Here's a UK celeb reading from his recent autobiography sounding so British, it's like he's doing it for a bet. Let's have a listen. Prologue. Greatest hits and broken bits. I can't hear a thing. Much as I try to shake free the blockage, my right ear is unyielding. I attempt a little rummage with a cotton bud, and I know this is never advised, the eardrum is sensitive, especially if it's been subjected to a lifetime of drumming. But I'm desperate. My right ear is kaput, and it's my good ear. We don't need any more thank you judges. I find it so soothing. (laughs) It's like ASMR. (laughs) What? It's like ASMR. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've heard kind of of that. Do you do that? Oh, my God. I love ASMR. I'm opening a bag of chips right now. Oh, my God. That'll put me right to sleep. And the crinkles, I'm like. (laughs) Does anybody do binaural? 
Mm-mm. Yes, I use. Yeah, that's what I use. Somebody I just to talked it. me into downloading that app. And oh, I haven't really tried it. Amazing. Yeah? yeah, I don't know what they did, but they can make sound sound like real sound. Okay. All right. Did that make sense? That didn't make any sense at okay, all. Okay. No. Uh, okay. So, who is the rock star drummer with the dicky drum? Traumatized. Yeah. Our answer is Phil Collins. Phil Collins oh. is correct. Yes. yes. How did you so know that? easy for me, yeah. Prince so Philip is. Collins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, one of the world's only left-sided drummers. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. It's got no right drummer. side. Are you a drummer? Do you are you do you do you play the drums? I was. I was a drummer. Oh, just wow. get cooler by the moment. <laughs> Phil Collins, former Genesis drummer, American Psycho Muse, Boiled Potato Resembler, reads all twelve hours and thirteen minutes of his audiobook. In case you were wondering, what is the weirdest thing that could come up? Uh, when you have your phone on shuffle at a sex party. Um, <laughs> Not Dead Yet covers Colin's movie career, his marriages, and who could forget that time he saw some guy see some other guy drowning, and he could have stopped it, but he didn't, and then Phil saw him at a show. I'm sorry. I've I've gotten too far. Those are the lyrics from Stan. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. U.S. has eight. U.K. has seven. Oh, oh boy. Even I don't know how that's Just happened. tight as a drum. The Just tight heat. as a drum. As really got to knock him off. Yeah. You know? As we move into our final round, which is coming up after this. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon and say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> Hey, hey, San Francisco. Yeah, you. Hey, we're coming to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're coming to San Francisco. Tweet, tweet. That's it's a trolley car. Yeah. We're bringing International Waters live to San Francisco Sketch Fest. Amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, Saturday, January 21st, 1 p.m. It's a good afternoon show. Everybody loves one of those. Yeah. It's a great theater. It's the Eureka Theater. Our special guests are Ashling B., uh, Erica Rhodes, oh. James Acaster, uh, Mike Furman. What? Wow. What a line up. Tickets and more information are available at sfsketchfest.com. I will see you there. Hey, welcome back. And so to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know that it's been as useless as trying to explain to Angelinos that it actually rains pretty much everywhere, and it's no big deal, <laughs> uh, because the winner of the final round receives one million points. Yeah. Oh, you heard me. Yeah. One million points. I could do with those. Uh, so for this final round, we are bringing back an old International Waters favorite, Erotic Slash Fic. What? Yep. The most bizarre and delightful of our all-internet genres is Slash Fic, Fan-written fiction concerning the adventures of two pop culture characters who wouldn't normally interact. It doesn't have to be sexual, but it's always sexual. Uh, I'm going to give each team a pair of pop culture icons, one American, one British. I want you to improvise an erotically charged tale of passion between them. When the time is up, I'll pick the winning country based on who gave me the best or weirdest boner. Got it? Oh, um, okay. Team UK, because you are just uh, just a teeny tiny bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. 
I'm putting two minutes on the clock, and you have to pitch me an erotic mashup of Game of Thrones and the British royal family. It's literally a right royal ding-dong. Kings, queens, a mother of dragons, a prince of Wales. Everyone's talking in weird British accents that sound nothing like British accents. Tell me what happens when Westeros meets Windsor Castle. Your two minutes starts now. Imagine a dragon. It is Princess... (laughs) 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 That's the best I got. And then, of course, the queen herself (laughs) looks upon the dragon, Anne, and said, Hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, Yeah, exactly, hello. That's a very normal, traditional British greeting. The queen uh, beckons Jon Snow to her foot. She is going... uh, The news... (laughs) Jon Snow from Channel 4 News. She's going to knight him, but she says, I'm not going to use a normal sword. No, she's going to use her secret penis. (laughs) A little tiny meat sword Mm -hmm. that was given to her... By Germany. (laughs) All children of Germany will have a penis, said the Queen. (laughs) I'll be honest with you, she'd been drinking since noon, so give her a break. Sure, sure. (laughs) You know what? Just lay off her. She's got a lot on her plate. She's got a lot on her commemorative plate. <laughs> where, where does Prince Harry figure into all of this? I like that guy. He's oh, high. he's, he's um, oh, he's really gorgeous, isn't it? It's a shame that he wants dressed as a Nazi. Um, he just mm. steps into the room. <laughs> goes, what? This is my favourite fancy. My grandmother <laughs> and my aunt slash dragon. <laughs> well, time to get my Nazi penis out. Have you got a weird boner yet? Is that working? We're throwing some Game of Thrones stuff. So, right. um, see, I don't know. I've never seen Game of Thrones. So, or uh, the royal family. Did you ever watch? <laughs> um, you know Robson and Jerome. Yeah. One of them. Right. He's funny in it. Is he? Yeah. Honestly, part of uh, Game of Thrones is filmed in my hometown. I've still never seen it. <laughs> Do you live at the Wall? I live next door to a dragon. Hey, Are hey, you going to have a go hey, at me, man? Hey, hey, they took that wall down after the Good Friday Agreement. Yeah, and the Mexicans paid for it. <laughs> All right, your time is up. Your time is up. Oh, believe me, you, you think certainly... you're the first person to tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> man, technology is amazing. <laughs> Delete. I can't say I'm fully erect, but I can't say I'm not. Uh, Team US. We move on to you. I need you to pitch me an erotic mashup of Paddington Bear and E.T., okay. two classic family-friendly characters from a strange world just looking for a new place to call home. There's marmalade sandwiches. There's glowing fingers. The PG rating just went out the fucking window. Team U.S., tell me what happens when Peru's most lovable orphan bear meets Elliot's extraterrestrial pal. Your time starts now. So E.T., he lands in this home, mm-hmm. and he right. wanders into this child's closet. Sure. And he nestles himself among all these stuffed animals. It's the he, natural thing to do. He bumps into Paddington Bear, who's like, we're both orphans. I used to work these train tracks. This family brought me here. I don't have to whore no more. But I see that you a new bitch. You just got out that spaceship, and now we're in this closet together. Let's put in some work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So E.T. says, what do you mean by work? Because in my planet, working means... I'm going to put my finger in some places, and you might not like that. And Paddington said, surprise, surprise, that's the kind of work that I was doing in the train station before this family picked me up. You, you want to work together? 
Yes, E.T. wants to work together, and E.T.'s like, but before that, can we hit it with this little kitty cat that's sitting right next to us? Okay. Paddington's like, I don't fuck kitty cats, but I do got these friends with cocaine at this Hollywood party if you want to swing with me. Excellent. So then they get on a bike, uh-huh. okay? Elliot takes them, Paddington, E.T., and they fly off to a, a big mansion on Mulholland Drive. Which uh-huh. happens to be Brian Grazer's house. Hey, so then Brian lets them in. There's cocaine everywhere. There's naked women everywhere. Well, maybe not that many women. Okay, so maybe more naked men. Sure. <laughs> and then, and then E.T. He's 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 thrilled. He, like his fingers lighting up bright red, and he's like, "Where can I put this?" I I, I like he's he's uh, uh, he's ecstatic at what he's seeing. Right, and Paddington's like, "I see you out there making that money." And he starts doing all of his crazy stuffed bear business. Well, like if you've what, ever though? seen a stuffed bear, yeah. it's when you're having sex and you're eating at the same time from the buffet without uh-huh. moving. I see. It's yeah. called the Paddington Bear. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, lots of honey. Uh, and then E.T. Uh, ends up in the hot tub with like three or four honeys. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got about 10 seconds tweets. left. We need to build to a climax. Okay, build to a climax. And then uh, E.T. comes all over Paddington Bear. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, amazing. Well, I mean, I didn't... You know, I said I, I did say climax, so I guess I shouldn't I was like, oh, really complain about what I got. Well, um, that was that was a, a an imaginative and adorable reimagining of uh, my own private Idaho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm telling the points in my head? And U.S. is the winner. We, you know, yes! honestly, it was neck and neck. It was awfully close, but we need the ego boost right now. So congratulations, <laughs> Team Thank America! Thank you. We got a million points. I'd laugh it. And feel, <laughs> and feel free to use the Paddington at the next party you're at. Yeah. If you're getting it, put your other end in a, in a chafing dish. Yeah. Get yourself some ravioli. Okay, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you want to bring the attention of the world to? Sharon Houston. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, follow me on Snapchat at Sharon in LA uh, on Instagram. Some shit up there. At Sharon Houston. Um, I shoot a lot of really funny independent stuff and throw it up there. And it's, it's just a laugh, right? And come see Fun. me live, perform around the city of Los Angeles and uh, abroad. Not abroad, that. just around town. And I mean, some, someone the else country. did. Yeah. Something someone else did. Oh, something someone else did. Oh, my friend uh, Jen is about... Stop looking in the mirror. I know, I can't help it. And why don't you turn your attention outward? I can't help it. Uh, My friend Jen Kirkman is about to go on tour. She just booked Ah. a huge tour for her next book that's coming out. So you guys should go check her out at jenkirkman.com. Also, her new special just uh, debuted, debuted, and my boyfriend did the music for it. Oh, he did? I was at the taping in New York. Ah, there you go. That was his music. Uh, Brandon Johnson. Uh, there is a Kate Berlant, John Early joint coming out. I think it's called 555. It'll be at Cinephile here in Los Angeles, but it's a short film. It's a release. I always love to plug a little Kate Berlant and mm. John Early. They're Very funny. hilarious. So and funny. Directed by Andy DeYoung, also super amazing director. Um, Are you ha- in that? I am not in it at no, okay. all. So plug some of your own. Oh, well, I will tell you this. Selfless you know, Brandon. I don't have that much to plug, but I do have a lot of screeners. Get at me if you want to see any of Hollywood's biggest movies. I'm mm-hmm. burning copies. I'll Great. send them to your house. <laughs> Great. You can see me on 6 and Wilshire. I'm selling Moonlight right now. Oh. I got it for $4 if Hot you guys seller. want that. I'm also selling uh, Hidden Treasures for $3. Great. Uh, so if you can get at me, I got a lot of these screeners I'm trying to sell right now. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Egg, <clears throat> what you got? Well, uh, Danielle and I do a podcast called Do the Right Thing. Listen to Do the Right Thing. Right. Uh, do you like swearing? Yes. Uh, do I? Well, we we do that, but I mean, but yeah. there's a lot more there's to other, it. It's layered. It's very layered swearing. Also, uh, on Monday, the first of February, I will be at Forbidden Planet in Shaftesbury Avenue signing copies of um, 
Watchmen, the graphic okay. novel. Uh, okay. So please do get there early because they will throw me out pretty quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, good to know. Good to know. Danielle. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at Captain Ward. Lots of people say I am the new Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're the, and you're the old Richard Briars. <laughs> I get told that a lot, guys, so come and check me out. Um, and uh, I'm going to be in L.A. from the 23rd to the 29th of January, and I haven't got a fucking clue what I'm going to be doing. So All, your, all your old Negro spiritual songs. That's what you're doing <laughs> That's here. That's what I should do. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> this is what I'll be doing. I just mean, <laughs> <I'm> now. <laughs> Looking sad. I can't wait to watch you meet one another. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been we've been waiting for your protest album, so we can't wait to see you here in LA. I know you're mocking, but I I would like that. I'd love Aww. to meet you. I think it'd be really nice. Uh, and also, if you want to listen to a really good film slash movie podcast, uh, there's a thing called Film Fandango, which is on iTunes, which I have nothing to do with, and it's really brilliant. Great. Yeah. Also, awesome. my mum's nice. <laughs> oh, good. Very yeah, good. She's really nice. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, is in stores now. The paperback comes out in a few months. Nice. Um, I'm going to, okay. I'm, uh, if you follow me on, on Facebook or whatever, you know this, but uh, my father passed over the holidays. So I'm going to advocate for love. Uh, call somebody in your family and tell them that you love them. It's never the wrong time. It's never too many times. I got very lucky with my dad. He knew how I felt. Uh, and uh, I miss him terribly. He never heard, heard this show. He didn't know about it because I swear a lot on it. Uh, but thank you for everything, Dad. Uh, Sharon Houston, Brandon Johnson, Danielle Ward, Michael Legg, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Sharon Houston, Brandon Johnson. Oh, thank you. Danielle Ward and Michael Legg. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Uh, thanks to Aaron S. 1976 for the five-star review on iTunes. you got good taste, Aaron S. Uh, if you haven't already left us a review, please do it now. It helps us get the word out to new listeners. And it's just fun. It makes you feel good. It makes you, you do something for someone else. You do something for somebody else, and that's what life is all about. Yep. God damn it. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman, and our producers are Christian Duenas and Jennifer Marmer. Bye. 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 Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.